Alright. Oh, not bad yourself. Alright. Yeah. Second time I've been here today. This is very true. I already left once. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't uh, I left and realised the recording was fucked. No. It was... Uh, Luckily, although that has happened before. That has happened before, where we've recorded... We need to re-record. Okay, now. Uh, but no, we're, we're back. Another month of usual bullshit uh, games, films, and some uh, random shit from the Metro. Uh, we're going to start off with games because we are still in the gaming graveyard. Really. Yeah, there, there are slim. We pickings are digging. Of life. We're digging slim pickings of life, and unfortunately, looking at the the confirmed firm releases, we're going to be struggling for the next be, couple of months. We're going to be struggling for potentially the rest of the year so far. Let's just hope and pray that you know we get Something. some more confirmed titles coming out than than what has been. Confirmed with a firm release date, uh, but we'll jump straight in. Uh, we're going to start off with a game that's coming out on June 18th called uh, Bloodstained: The Ritual of the Night. Now this is your usual JRPG platformer. It's a JRPG Metroidvania. Yeah, um, but it looks quite it looks quite nice uh, graphically. Um, I mean, most of these games do. Like, oh yeah, it like looks. I was saying. Nice. They always do. They, they, you know, the, the platform has moved on dramatically since our early oh, days of, of platformer of like a stick man running over, oh, over random new Newgrounds games. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, but no, I think it, it'll be one of those games, if you like that sort of thing, it's going to be a game that you're going to buy. If you don't like that sort of thing, you probably won't. Um, might yeah. be one that you could potentially buy to maybe get you into that sort of thing. I don't know, but it looks it looks like a nice game. It does. I, there's not really a lot more to say about it, unfortunately. Um, we've got we've got the next. I would say one of the next biggest sort of remakes that have it, just come what, out yeah. this year. Um, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Um, this is obviously the remake of the original. Uh, CTR, yeah. Uh, which not was, to get confused with teams uh, with uh, Sonic Team Racing, yeah, or Sonic Team Racing, which also is coming out. Or what did you call it? Team Tonic Racing, yeah. Um, and then no, but this one, this one's got uh, a good pedigree. The original game had people that weren't, they didn't own a console that would play like Mario, yeah, Kart sort of thing. This this bought this to the PlayStation. Yeah. if you like gave that sort of gameplay to the PlayStation people and no I mean I think that obviously we already know that the Crash remakes have done really well yeah and, they did yeah um, you know they look really nice and I, I expect this one will look also you know just as nice and obviously with um, with the Crash remakes they had to have a team that came in to build an achievement system yeah for it and I'd imagine they've had to use potentially the same team yeah, build, I mean that wouldn't surprise to me. build an achievement system for this because obviously these games came out before achievement. I mean, yeah. normally before autosaves, some of these games came out. Well, know. I mean, these games came out when the only achievements were really uh, for arcade games when you got the high score at the arcade and you'd input your name and yeah, maybe get a nice uh, picture of a, a spinning trophy in the middle, and that that was your achievement. Yeah, um, obviously now we've now we obviously have games that you can earn gamer score or trophy points or whatever else and I mean I don't know I don't think to me I don't think the achievement system build 
much more in terms of, of gameplay. I think the challenging ones sometimes do. Yeah, I mean, they they, they entice uh, people to replay them because yeah. it's like, oh, you want this achievement. Yeah. Well, you've got to finish this race in under two seconds. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck do I do that? And then you realise that what you actually have to do is just you can drive around the fucking start and finish line and it actually counts it yeah um but no i think crash team racing it'll be it'll be one of those games i mean it's coming out across uh i think most platforms i don't know if it's making playstation xbox and i don't Bitch. think i don't think it's coming for a pc release but i mean you can there are ways and means i mean yes. with the fact that you've got like the place is it playstation now um, and the Xbox version as well. Yeah, you can the... basically log into the system with an account, have the correct um, membership paid. Yeah, um, and then you can access masses amounts of games that were console only or you know not available for the PC. Um, even back catalogue games like for the, like the PlayStation Two and the Xbox yeah. are included on these things, and you pay like. You pay what you'd pay for like an Origin Premium yeah uh, subscription, and you access these, and then you get to play these games. Obviously, there are cutbacks, uh, setbacks, if you like, with um, the PlayStation One. You have to have a PlayStation controller for yeah. it to work. Which, I mean, let's put it let's put it this way: a new PlayStation Four console is going to set you back what three hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, something like a that. A new PlayStation Four controller is going to set you back about fifty quid. A second-hand one's going to set you back about 20 or 30 yeah. at most. So, and you can probably get one of the n new, no, you know, the no non-branded ones. Yeah, the ones new non-branded for... ones for like 40 quid. So, there are, realistically, it is the cheaper way of getting yeah. one of these consoles. Yes, you're not going to be able to play these games on release. Yes, you're not going to be able to play these games potentially for six months, but you, you will get the potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um so I think that, that I think that's potentially a way of looking forward of potentially of PC gamers getting that console experience as yeah. well, uh, without having to go out and then end up with two paperweights and a, and a PC. Yeah, because they do end up being they that. do they can well they can. I mean I've had a PlayStation Four here now for what six months. I've used I used it the first month it was here. Quite a lot. I don't think it's been. It, First time it's been switched on was today when I had to get a game out of it to give yeah, back to you. Yeah, because he stole my uh, copy, copy of Spider-Man Spider -Man and I want it back because I actually want to play it. I'll, yeah. I, I, I finished the See, main that's, game. That's and... another thing that, that's annoyed me. <laughs> these these console exclusives like that, that realistically, if they were put onto the other consoles and to PC, would have made a shit ton of money yeah i mean i, mean, even I reckon you'd have made you'd have probably played that more if like you were still living when we used to live together yeah because we'd have just stuck it on at the night time and just fuck it i died your turn yeah but i i, I think that if you're on your own because you you don't really have anyone else to play no. with as such do you no i just i just sort of play so but that's why i look for more story driven games yeah that way then i can get zapped into the story not that spider-man wasn't story driven no just... no not at all i mean don't get me wrong i spent, if it had I been spent on the many pc they probably played it well the thing well, is i did but i did play quite a lot of spider-man you know i didn't complete it because obviously it's the console was never up here and then even when it was up here it was like well i want my, I want my pc on because like I get to a point where I'm just like, well, I've got all these films and whatnot on my PC yeah. that I want to watch. And I'm like, well, I'm playing games. Well, no, I don't want to play games. I just want to watch a film that I've got on yeah. my PC. Be, again, wanna... it might be all right if you have two, Channels. two monitors. Because yeah. then you could have Spider-Man on one and the TV chat yeah, away it. on the other. But it, it's that it, problem. It's, it's, that, it's that 
sort of divide but i think with the console exclusivity it should be like a 12 month thing like they should make it, it like with this spider-man for instance it should have been playstation 4 for the first 12 yeah. 18 months even and then then come out and then re-release for the pc and the xbox whatever because that way then a it means that the game gets to be put up for two two awards yeah and, um, and by all means, keep like and uh, a, game a like couple of the suits as maybe PlayStation exclusive. And I mean, but I mean, but Spider-Man is still a game that I believe they're still releasing some DLC for. Uh, no, I think they released the they... last one not too long ago. Right. Well, even so, if they, if let's say, because how long's that been out now? Is that like a year, two years now? It's, near, it's over a year, I believe. 2018 was the copyright, so so it's been out for over a year. So just now they could. They could say for, I don't know, for a July release date, they're going to, boom, release out Spider-Man on the PC and the Xbox with a whole new load of DLC that would also come free to the PlayStation yeah. 4 users. Like you say, exclusivity on some of the suits for PlayStation 4 users. Because but then the suits are very relevant. They're skip Well, no. Some, what I'd say is for the PS4, keep the, uh, the suits that didn't, boost any powers because i'm sure you no noticed this there were some suits that gave you special abilities yeah uh keep ones that don't matter but i mean what annoyed me is the fact that like with the amazing spider-man series they were on pc yeah and on the consoles yeah and then all of a sudden marvel's come along actually made their own spider-man game which which is fantastic it's, it's a phenomenal it's, it, game yeah but that's my that's my problem you want it's it such on a, it's such a good game that realistically yes don't get me wrong the graphics are amazing on the playstation 4 but you think about running that through some of the latest gen oh no graphics completely. tech it would be on a completely different level of game and i think that realistically marvel have sort of almost shot themselves in the foot in, a little bit a little bit in terms of in terms of you know what they could have potentially achieved yeah by even if they were to do it now release a pc version um and i think that that's the problem with all console exclusivity like once again if crash team racing is going to stay just on consoles and not make its way to pc it's another game that i think that it's going to lose out because the pc PC multiplayer is a well, I mean, massive we've, market, we've, and that is that is we've basically said it a an lot online racing game. That everyone's got a PC, yeah, and most PCs, even without a graphics card, could probably run. Well, the you know the on-built graphics. I would say I would say most most onboard graphics chips could possibly run around about sixty percent of today's games. You ain't playing AAA brand no, new but titles, could but you could probably run Crash Team Racing on some of them. Yeah, on it... low graphics settings. I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be the most memory video no. memory hungry game in the world, and even. Even half a gig of mem's gonna potentially run you that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, it probably wouldn't run Spider Man. No. But get a cheap graphics card. Get a nine seventy off eBay for forty quid or whatever that someone's taken out and selling. Yeah. Um but no, I get what you mean. Everyone's got a PC, not everyone has the consoles. Um but hey, let, let's move on to uh, the other game that the you. Other game... I, I, I didn't know about this till he showed me. No, um, there's a game coming out. I mean, I didn't know about it until today. Just just as looking through game releases for today, uh, for like what what's coming up this month. Um, and there's a game coming out at the end of the month, June twenty seventh, called The Sinking City. Now, as I say, we'd not really heard anything about it. 
It's coming out across all the platforms other than um, the Switch. Which will probably get a release in the future. More than likely. Um, so this is coming out, as I say, on PC, uh, PS4 and Xbox. Um, it's called The Sinking City. Now this is a open world, supernatural horror investigation detective Lovecraftian type. thing. Yeah. Um, it looks, I mean, the trailers themselves are exactly what you would expect for this style of game. They don't tell you fucking anything. Yeah. They leave you with a shit ton of questions that are like, that make you want to almost want to play the game straight away. I mean, like, there's a guy shaving tentacles off his face. That but it's just gr- doing it like nothing. Yeah, like, like it's a usual day. Um, from what I've uh, read, just a little bit about the story, you're in a, um, a fictional fishing village. Uh, oat filled or something like that. Yeah. Um, and um, half of the city is sunk and uh, underwater, like being flooded. Yeah. Um, it's got some sort of supernatural causes to it. You are playing uh, an investigator. Now, this is all taking place during like the 1920s. So you ain't going to be pulling out your mobile phone, PDA, looking around, shit. Um, let's ha- google why then it's going on yeah. although I would love to see one of those games where someone could whip out an iPhone and go tentacles growing on face yeah. and you know add a bit of a a, com- a comedic element to it um, but no the the game itself it looks quite nice actually I like the graphic style it looks quite dark quite grungy um, the the description on Metacritic starts talking about Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know why it's doing that. Now, I guess whether, it's just the Lovecraftian relationship. Yeah, whether it's just because the game is supposed to be based around Love, Lovecraft's writings, I don't know if maybe, maybe it's just because it's all supposed to be around that sort of universe that, they're, that they've done that. Um, but I mean, with tentacles coming out the face... You know, very Cthulhu-like. Cthulhu. Um, so I don't know, um, but I think the game looks quite nice, and I, I think it'd be a game that I don't know whether or not it'll be a game that I'll rush to to buy on release. But I think it is a game that I definitely will be looking, yeah. at, looking at buying to play. Um, I do like the the fact that it's an open world type game. I mean, open world is my thing. I like that sort of like the ability to just get into a game and you can just sort of do what you like. Um, in terms of story, um, so I think I think this has got the I think it's got the the makings of potentially a really good game. As I say, in terms of June releases, it, it it's coming out at the end of June. It's the last game that's coming out across you know most of the platforms. Yeah. For the month, uh, I mean, there's only three titles that are coming out that are new titles. I might add. Yeah. Because there are some re-releases that are. I'd noticed on some of the sites, but I'm not really bothered about those um, that are coming out in June across, you know, multiple platform. Um, I mean, that's I mean that's sad in itself. Yeah. Really. Um, but no, I think it'd be one of those games that because do you know what I quite liked um, the what was it that detective game where you were shot? Oh, right murdered soul suspect. Yeah. Mur- yeah. That was a really good game. It was. I enjoyed that re- a lot. Um, obviously, that wasn't open world. That was that was quite linear in terms of what you was investing. Yeah. Oh yeah. In, in terms of its areas, but I've got I get the the sort of feeling that what what this game is going to be is almost like a uh, 
almost like an open world version of Murder Tell Suspect. Possibly with with some uh, Lovecraftian elements thrown. Yeah, in. I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to be walking around through you know spirit world and seeing ghosts everywhere, but like the element of gameplay, you yeah, know, walking know around, you things to look for, clues. Um, I mean, obviously you're you're supposed to be a, a PI in the game, yeah. so. There's got to. I mean, it could be. It could be sort of like murdered soul suspects meets L.A. Noir. Yeah. Which, which I think would make. Yeah. An interesting game. So, I don't know. I think. I think it is going to be a game that I am looking to play. So, but no, that's that's it for June game release. There is one more. There is there Super is... Mario Maker Two. Yeah, which is coming out on the Switch. Now, my my question to this, right? They've made Super Mario Maker. Yeah. And it, it, it's a glorified build-your-own-game. It, engine, it's right? Mario Sandbox in it, basically. Why release two and not just release like a massive, massive DLC, DLC patch? I'd charge for it by all means, but yeah, that it strikes me as a a night a a, a, a four forty five from Belgium apparently. Uh, no, it strikes me as a cash grab. Like, hey, we've done this. Do you remember it? So, yeah. So it's a single player story mode. Uh, play built-in courses to rebuild Princess uh, Princess Peach's castle. Make your own courses alone or together. Uh, obviously, it's a Switch exclusive, so you have to have the Switch Online membership. Um, and that's about it. It's a Mario. I mean, they keep saying the word "new" a lot, but. <laughs> Uh, a new side-scrolling Mario adventure. Well, sort of. Um, I'm not being funny, but pretty much every Mario side-scrolling adventure is basically the same game. Um, oh yeah, with a with a different uh, color palette, basically. Yeah. So there's a wide range of parts, tools. Um, I think they've probably added a few bits, but like say, you could pretty much they could pretty much have got away with releasing. Super Mario Maker on the Switch with a massive DLC, DLC. pack. Yeah. Um, but who are we to judge Nintendo? You know, we're it, gamers. We're the people who can judge. We're yeah, allowed but, to judge. But unfortunately, Nintendo are one of those companies that it doesn't matter how much you judge them, they will always ride happily off into the sunset on their money train. Yeah, because we've I think we've touched on this a lot. Nintendo make a family console. They don't yeah. make they don't make consoles for sweaty teenagers playing in a basement of their mum's house you know eating cheetos not, while not they're trying to not the uh, the gamecube anyway no you know i mean even then the gamecube still had a lot of family yeah, type it releases did. it did uh, but... i mean obviously since the wii and the, the the birth for me the wii is the birth of the real family console yeah because the PlayStation and that and the SNES. Well, they and all, all tried they with were, like uh, dancing games. Yes, yeah, they all, all tried. They all sort of got there, but it, it was always you know still teenagers with their friends, like the girl, the girls that would all go and dance on the dance mats, and the lads that would all sit and try and play through a Call of Duty playthrough or Spider Man Two or whatever else yeah. they were playing. But the Wii, Nintendo, and the Wii created a console where it was just like, "Hey, mom, let's play bowling." Yeah. And, and then your mum goes, oh, I don't like the bowling. Can we do the archery? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah. and then, then they've stuck. Then Nintendo hit gold. 
and they just keep hitting gold with the consoles which are basically based around the fact that you are supposed to be they playing... are the shit king of fuck mountain yeah they are supposed <laughs> you are supposed to realistically for me you buy a pc to be a streamer gamer realistically more or less yeah um you buy a console to be a gamer with friends more than likely online but still solo play as well you buy a switch or a wii to play with your mum and dad yeah uh, basically you but, play with your kids but that's you play the with thing isn't it that's the, I, I think that's why we can't it doesn't nintendo matter what we, have got it doesn't back. matter what people say about nintendo they will always happily ride because they came up with the best idea for playing consoles yeah. you move about with your family you have a laugh you can well, the, the you thing can, is you can play things like day, bowling and actually do the motion yeah i i think like if pc games released a shit you know several shitty releases in a row i think they'd start to notice a dent in their wallet quite considerably yeah if sony released a bad console they'd be fucked yeah, if Sony released by console, well, potentially, but then potentially not, because I, I think, think they, with the generations yeah, just, just of game consoles out. now, I think that even if Microsoft, let's say that the the next just, PlayStation just, no. and the next Xbox are a flop, sorry, but if they are a flop, mm -hmm. people will still stay with their old console, and then all that all that Sony and Microsoft to do is fix the new one. I to no, work, just to work just it hear out. me out, right? So PC gaming, it'd be a dent. Sony released a bad console; it's a big dent in their pocket. Yeah. Microsoft release a bad console. It's a dent in their gaming pocket. I won't say it would affect anything else no. because, but it, it, they might consider that they need to pull back on the gaming. Nintendo have already released a bad console. The Wii U did not sell as well as they wanted by any stretch. They could release another bad console, and still just quite happily sit on their money train and go. Dee -dee -dee. Well, the thing is, is that anyone that didn't anyone that didn't want to make the leap to the Wii U still played their Wii yeah and still bought Wii, Wii release titles still you know whatever on the Wii so when the Wii U came out Nintendo for me are a bit like Microsoft operating systems you don't always like them but they work yeah. like alright so let's go with the SNES the SNES is Windows 98 yeah it the best operating system ever built, the most sturdiest, unknockable. Well, the second edition I'm on about, unknockable operating system, strong as fuck. Right? Yeah, ignoring we're ignoring. Don't start spouting viruses and malware. Yeah, we're, we're but, ignoring. Yeah, but still, sturdy, sturdy as fuck operating system. The SNES. Yeah, right for its time. Then you come on to, um. Like the Game Boys and the handheld consoles, they're, they're your XP. Yeah. Because that came out in multiple variants. Um, that's your XP. And yep. they've always had a solid market with XP. There's still business users that use yeah, XP Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a company in Japan that actually own XP because there, were, there are still military applications yeah. where they can't yeah. change. So the Japanese company bought XP. So... XP is your handheld consoles. Even now, people still like to play on the old Game Boy Advance games. It still happens. Fuck it, mate. I, I I know a couple of people who still whip out the old Game Boy at points. Exactly. So play a bit of Pokemon Red. Then you come on to Vista. Well, we all know that Vista wasn't particularly a great. You know, we're going to die, Roy. Moment. <laughs> um, that's your GameCube, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I say it. that, and I say that for a reason. Vista had the potential to be great. Yeah. 
and the GameCube had the potential to bury to, Sony to bury Sony in its wake, but unfortunately just didn't get there, and neither did Vista. Yeah. Then you get the Wii. Uh, then you get the, the Wii. Wii. That's Windows Seven. Yeah. Hardy as fuck. Used operating system. Your mum loved it. Yeah. Your nan loved it. Everyone used it. Right. Then you come on to Windows Eight. Well, that's your Wii U, unfortunately. Eight eight point one. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been great. Just wasn't, unfortunately. Uh, I think tried to be something it's not. Yeah, because it was a tablet operating system yeah. that they released on a PC, and it eight point one. Basically, is Windows Nine and was better. Yeah, but we will discount it for this. It's this argument. eight and eight point one. Yeah, we can throw it in the same boat. Yeah, it was. It was the. It should the have. Use. It should have been. Should have been fantastic, but unfortunately, it wasn't. Yeah, and then you get the switch, which is Windows Ten, which it's that con- everyone. Everyone was like, "Oh, I don't know," because it's going to be like it's just going to be Windows Eight, and it's not going to be great. But then you start using it, and you're like, "Holy fuck, this is amazing!" I was that guy. Yeah, he'll, he'll confirm. I, I didn't want to go. He was like, Windows. "No, I'm not going to do Windows 10 because it'll fuck everything up." I'm like, just just run the upgrade, dude. Just run it. Honestly, it's like the most self-sufficient thing. Just run it. Boom. Yeah, it works. It's great. Um, that's your, that's your switch. So, by Microsoft and Nintendo's premise, the next console will be something that we're all look at. Going, you should have been. But brilliant. you know what I think? I think that. I think I wouldn't be surprised if um, Nintendo didn't do effectively what Microsoft are doing with Ten, because Windows have said this is going to be the last operating system. They've said forever. I think you could change that to a good long while till we have a jump in technology. Yeah, because basically, they, well, even then, Windows Ten is so versatile. It is. It but can I, be. It can be manipulated to basically run what, anything. What I'm saying is, I think if they're because um, at the minute. Uh, Windows 10 could never run Quantum. No. So if Quantum ever became, say, a household affordable thing, they'd have to give us a new OS. Yeah. Same with the Switch. I don't think the Switch will do a Switch 2 for a good while. No, but they'll what they'll possibly do is just potentially do like a, I don't know, a Switch Slim or something mm. like that that'll have better hardware in it. Um, still, obviously, we'll all play the Switch games and... Even new releases will play on the older Switch consoles, yeah. but you'll still get like like you do with the PlayStation Four and the yeah. PS Four Pro. You get a better gaming um, experience on the PS Four Pro because it's got the better gaming tech in it, but you can still get a good experience from the older PS Four. <laughs> uh, um, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's possibly you know the way it's going to go. Mario Maker Two. I don't think it needed to happen, but there you go. Right, we're going to need to move into films now, or um, it'll get in trouble. Um, no, not really. <laughs> so we're uh, we're going to start off at the start of the month um, with X Men Dark Phoenix. Boom! Um, <laughs> I think I think this is shaping out to be a really good X Men film. Um, well, X Men was it X Men Three was effectively built this new uh, world, didn't it? No, I think it was X Men Four. Was it three or four? Either one. Basically, X-Men First Class was like supposed to be the reboot. No, it was three, because that's where uh, that introduced... Oh, no, no, you are right. No, it was four. Four was... was yeah. The, yeah, four was the one with McAvoy in it first, and then after that, they went back in time to back to McAvoy's time. Yeah. Wolverine back. Uh, so it was First Class. 
Uh, Sorry, my, my bad. Where they introduce the... What is supposed to be the fixed universe. Because obviously there was so much wrong with X-Men's... One, one, two, two three's three. universe. Not the. Fi- I'm not going to say the films were bad because I do like the films. Their universe is wrong. Yeah. But we all know that realistically, all Marvel universes there are so many. Like the cinematic universe is like ten thousand nine hundred and ninety nine or something. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there are so many universes. The Sony X Men universe was wrong compared to everything. But it is its own universe. So, yeah. judge it on its own universe, it, they're, they're all right films, but they are wrong. Um, especially Deadpool. Um, <laughs> that was really wrong. Um, Dark Phoenix, obviously, this is the rebooted universe, the McAvoy universe, uh, which is how, you, this is how you differentiate. You've got the Stuart universe and the McAvoy universe. Yeah. The Stuart universe is the wrong universe, apart from Wolverine, which, uh, the last, Logan. Yeah. Which I think was like the best out of that oh, universe. Oh, definitely. Um, mainly because they actually decided to go with the nitty gritty Deadpool sort of violence in a comic film, which works. And we all actually really love. Oh yeah. Um, the McAvoy universe is the rebooted universe, which is supposed to be better. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It is better universe. Uh, this is really where we're supposed to... We already know that Gene is the Phoenix. The Phoenix has been suppressed, obviously. McAvoy's um, Xavier released um, the Phoenix to destroy Apocalypse, uh, which was a bit of a dick move, but there you go. You know, Released the most powerful being in the, in the mutant universe to defeat the ultimate mutant. Why not? Obviously, in this, what we've seen in the trailers is that she's going to basically suck up a cosmic entity yeah. and become the Dark Phoenix. Um, Sophie Turner's portrayal of this looks quite good, actually. She's she's she, she seems to be able to do the innocent sort of... I Girl don't, next door. I don't want to do this. And then also, she seems to be able to like, but I'm going to, sort of thing. And I think that, that's going to I think that's gonna work. Um, I am looking forward to it because from the trailers it does look like it's going to be potentially the best film out of McAvoy's universe. Yeah. Because uh, for me, Apocalypse was a letdown. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. Um, but no, I think hopefully Dark Phoenix can potentially save this universe. Uh, um, I think everyone is getting really excited about the fact that there's now supposed to be a multiverse in the cinematic universe yeah. and everyone's hoping that they're going to start pulling X-Men characters. I still don't think that's going to happen for a long time. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I guess we will, but I still don't think it's going to happen for a while. I think if it happens in the near future, it'll happen with what I have dubbed for the time being as uh, X as uh, Avengers 5. Yeah. Because uh, they released the release Basic, dates. Basically the end of the eight release dates. Yeah. Um, sort of thing because we, we've decided because what I look uh, he sent me the dates I looked at them they're all in it's like February June September, uh, June, September and then November yeah. or something like that and then there's one randomly in June at the end it's yeah. like well that's going to be Avengers 5 yeah well, like, that's going to be like the new Avengers the young new Avengers, Avengers yeah. whichever Avengers yeah. they decide to go with yeah fuck it British Avengers yeah, let's have not? a laugh uh, well there was a... There was, but they sucked more yeah, well, balls yes, than a gay man at an orgy. But you never know. 
Um, um, but anyway, no, I think that, that that would be if we see X Men. That's where the first hint. But I think in. if we do see X Men, I think that it won't have anything to do with this McAvoy universe. I think what will happen is is that if they come to a deal to bring it through, to yeah, do it properly. I think that they will insist that this universe is shut down and McAvoy's universe end it. So I reckon that they'll do a film where. I don't know Apocalypse survived somehow and came back and everything gets wiped out yeah to end it or end it on a good note however but I think that they will end it in the same way that the Amazing Spider-Man films ended ended it with the fact that Tom Holland came in new actor they'll probably end this universe with new actors new backstories um that would work better for their universe. Do you know what I mean? Because oh yeah, realistically, everything that's happened here, Tony Stark would have been all over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It this wouldn't have slipped through the gaze of the Avengers. So, and they never mention the Avengers. No. And the only the only little snippet of, if you like to say, there's one thread that links McAvoy's universe to the MCU. And that is Deadpool. Yep. And I know Deadpool's not supposed to be counted as MCU, but you can't stick a fucking crash tri-carrier from the MCU universe into his film and say it's not MCU related because it fucking is. And Definitely. Then, and then McAvoy's X-Men are in... Deadpool 2. Make, make a cameo appearance in Deadpool 2. So there is one thread. Yeah. If you like. And I don't think, unfortunately, the thread will be will be strong enough that Marvel won't want to change the universe no no I, I definitely agree which is a shame because we all want Deadpool to come into the MCU properly I think Deadpool would be the only one they might because they could just throw Deadpool in even as just a cameo yeah walking through a scene and then just sort of say how are you yeah. bye yeah, he could literally walk up to a massive fight scene slice some guy's head off and then go yeah I'm out yeah and just walk off and everyone would just lose slice shit. one head off and then turns around sees a shit tumble and goes yeah, bye you guys got this right and then it was walk off yeah um, moving on we'll Secret move on. Life of Pets 2 I was dragged to see the first one kicking and screaming I actually quite enjoyed the first film fuck my arsehole are you gay um, the second one looks quite funny as well to be fair I'm, I'm they're not my cup of tea I have not. kids so that's my you excuse. are a kid what are you on about <laughs> man uh, but no, I think it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a family family. Uh, film you know, you guys know these aren't my things. Then uh, we have the continuation of the Man slash in Black, soft reboot uh, of the Men in Black universe. the th The thing is, is that everyone was saying, "Oh, it's going to be a full on, you know." reboot whatever else but it can't be because they show you pictures of Will Smith it, and it, it, J and K yeah, are there in the Hall of Fame it's a continuation slash soft reboot yeah they wanted to move away from it being just Will Smith doing the theme tune write the theme tune sing, sing the, the theme, theme tune, tune. <laughs> to, to Manny Black um, we are it's basic what I love is that you could potentially throw this into um, the MCU oh yes and have it as Thor and Valkyrie undercover <laughs> as Man in Black agents watch it that's the twist yeah <laughs> that would be amazing wait um, isn't wait I have to check keep going I have to check something about this actually um, be, 
But yeah, you've got Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Um, you've also got um, Liam Neeson in the film as well. Um, I think Emma Thompson's in the film, I think I saw. Um, the film itself looks like it's going to be another Men in Black comedy type film. Um, yeah, I was right. Men in Black is owned by Marvel Comics. So I was right. So Men in Black could technically be Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. We all know it's not, but it would be hilarious if they threw it in as some sort it of would, random it twist. It would, it would. But yeah, Men in Black. It... Can you just imagine that though? At the end, he just pulls out a hammer and goes, I wonder what this is. And that's it. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Or there's just Mjolnir just sat there on like a pedestal and there's just a look from Chris like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, Men in Black, for me, was a great franchise to begin with. Yeah. Um, And then it it got really tired. It did. Um, I don't know. Men in Black 1 was brilliant. Men in Black 2 was passable. Men in Black 3... It was... Was that the was that the one where he went back in time? Yeah, that to me was the thing that it happened with Triple uh, X, and it also happened with Big Mama's House. Yeah, and apparently it's still happening with Bad Boys. Yeah, that they decided let's take these tw- ten year old franchises and make them trilogies at last. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I think the third film was also. I mean, it was passable. I don't think it was great by any means. Uh, it wasn't Men in Black 1, do you know what I mean? And Men in Black 1 is still the best Men in Black. Um, I'm hoping... I do have I do have a love for the Men in Black universe, however. So I am hoping that this film could potentially bring it back. Yeah, and I've just checked. Apparently Bad Boys 3 is coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it started production about a month ago. Did it? Okay. What was it? Waiting for Will Smith to finish all of his bullshit? Probably. Um, coming out on the same day as Men in Black, you have Shaft. With Samuel L. Jackson. Um, it's going to be following John Saft Jr., a cybersecurity expert with a degree from MIT. Uh, he's going to enlist his family's help to uncover the truth behind his friend's untimely death. It's a Shaft film. Um, I don't know. And the reason I say I don't know is because, unfortunately, Samuel L. Jackson has got this horrible history of making really bad films. Yeah. Um... And don't get me wrong, he may he's in some absolutely amazing films, um, but I don't know if because this to me is almost Sylvester Stallone trying to do a Rocky film now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I'm not I'm not talking about the Creed films because the Creed films are fantastic films. They are yes, they are Rocky universe films, but they're not based around Rocky. What I'm talking about, this is like Balboa. This is like the last Rocky Five. Yeah. Uh, this is what I think this is going to potentially be. I could be completely wrong, and I hope I am, because I do like Samuel Jackson. But he does have a history of making bad films. Yeah. Um. So I'm on the bench about it. 
I think it'll be one of those, you're going to have to watch it, you're going to have to see for yourself. Yeah. But definitely go out and watch the Creed films, especially Creed 2. It's like one of the best boxing films of all time. It's fantastic. And it's been out for a while, so you can definitely go and watch it. <laughs> um, then we move through the month, uh, um, through a lot of shit. Documentaries and dramas. Then we come to the biggest and last film of the franchise, Toy Story 4. <sighs> They've confirmed it is the last film. Right. Whether it is or not remains to be seen because we don't know what's going to happen in this film. Um, this is basically they're going to end up... Woody gets lost, as usual, um, and runs into Bo Peep. Um, who's been missing since Toy Story one, two, two, two maybe? Since one, one of, the, of them, one of the Toy Stories. Um, I think it was Toy Story two. She was missing in, but anyway. So um, yeah, so this is the last one of the the films, apparently. But they could mean the big films because we do know that Toy Story and Pixar have a habit. Of releasing the big film and then doing at least one or two little spin-off yeah. stories to it. So there is the potential of that. So we could see, I don't know, Mr. Potato Head, for argument's sake. Potentially, but they sometimes do like like Toy Story on Halloween or something. And then yeah. like it's a Halloween type Toy Story story. I don't know. But this is supposed to be the last main film anyway. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it because it is the the end of a childhood era for me. Um, on the same day, make sure you take your kid to the right film about toys. And for God's sake, cinemas, pay attention to which film you're loading in the player. <laughs> yeah. Because on the same day as Toy Story, you have Child's Play, which is a film about a killer toy. You don't want to go and see that if you want to watch Toy Story. Mummy, I want to see the toy film. Oh, Toy Story 4. No, the other one. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, this is a full-on reboot, I believe. Yeah. Of the Child's Play universe. Now, there are two universes that involve Chucky. Yes. There is the Child's Play universe, which is supposed to be the horror side. Yeah. And then you have the Chucky universe, which is the comedy horror side. Yes. And the reason that exists is because people realised that Child's Play was quite funny. Yeah. In bits, and then well, the I, I think the whole thought of a killer doll is yeah. quite funny. Um, this is supposed to be more horror, yeah, based. However, it is still Chucky, and if Chucky is true, true to Chucky, it will be a funny film. Yeah. Um, it's also moved it up to modern day. Yeah. So you know. Um, <sighs> Which will give it a little bit more of a... It'll be interesting because there'll be like iPads and... Yeah, but the idea of this is that Chucky has never existed before. Yes. I believe. It is supposed to be a full-on reboot. Yes. Um, what I am looking forward to seeing is the fact that, obviously, I'm guessing that this man here is the voice of Mr. Chucky. Mr. Mark Hamill. Mr. Mark Hamill, which would make sense because we all know he makes the perfect Joker um, and does really good at creepy-ass voices. Then we move on, and we still keep going through to the end of the month where Annabelle Comes Home is being released. Why? That's another know. one in that whole fucking universe. And another killer doll, doll film. 
But at the end of the month, the film I'm most looking forward to see of the next month is Yesterday. Really? I thought it was that The Other Side of Heaven 2. No. <laughs> I've never heard of The Other Side of Heaven. I was taking it. Um, now, the reason is, is this, this the premise of this film looks like it could make it a great one. Um, a failing young man, uh, young musician, um, has a bike accident. And at the same time, some sort of freak event happens to the whole world where it sort of stops for a second and then reboots. Everyone but him has forgotten the Beatles. The Beatles didn't exist, basically. Only he knows the songs. So he starts singing yesterday, and the girls all around him are like, oh my God, that's beautiful. When did you write that? Like, it's like, I didn't ring it. Ring it? He didn't ring it. Uh, I didn't write it. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah. I Hello, didn't... Beatles, can I ring you? <laughs> I didn't write it. The Beatles wrote it, and they're like, who? And then he starts looking, and they don't exist. He Googles Beatles. And you just get? Get Beatles. He, he looks for John, Paul, and Ringo, and he gets a picture of the Pope. Um, so, only he knows the Beatles. So he starts singing their music, makes it big. There's a scene in it which um, is, that looks quite funny in the trailer. Ed Sheeran is helping him uh, record the album, and he's singing Hey Jude. And like the same, uh, Ed Sheeran turns to him and says, like, yeah, we've been thinking like, we think you should change the lyrics to Hey Dude. Um, like that just looks hilarious. Like he's going to have to change the songs of, uh, the, the lyrics of one of the greatest songs to Hey Dude. Like that's what would happen if it was written today. The song would have been rele- rele- released Yeah, but hey a de- if it was, a, de- uh, a, a musician worth his salt would tell them to fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it. I think the film looks like it's going to be great. The good thing about it is it's Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle doesn't tend to make bad films. Mm. Um, it's I believe um, something also to do with some of the people that ha- worked on Love Actually. Yeah, and Love Actually, as we know, is one of the biggest British rom coms to exist annoyingly um, I'd rather just the whole franchise go and burn in a pit I like Love Actually but I would you <laughs> fuck um, right this is the last bearded opinion guys I don't know if I'm going to be friends with him anymore fuck off um, but no I, I think he'll be a great film and then that's it that's it for films are watching. you sure you don't want to watch that Whatever it was, the the thing to the other side of heaven too, fire of faith. Um, Are you sure you don't want to? I mean, it looks like your film. It looks like it's been drag, drag kicking, screaming out the nineteen thirties. A missionary returns to Tonga in the sixties with his wife and their five young daughters. No, thank you. Not unless all five daughters get the tits out and start dance it round. So we move into the metro. The wonderful, wonderful Metro, which has now got an amount 135.6 million. Jinx. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, we'll move into the story. So, Party Streamer has um, hit <laughs> a high voltage cable and has electrocuted 20 people at a hockey game in Belgium. Well, a hockey club. Um, including children as young as eight years old. Mm. This is this is one of those things where you're just sort of like a like 
health and safety would have dictated you don't fire at the high-powered telephone yeah. cable above you. You know what I mean? Um, and be like, what I don't understand is how so many people got injured because I'm guessing that I mean these these are the people. So these are the we're watching the video. We're now. watching the video. It's 26 seconds. So we can well, watch you'll, the video. you'll manage. So the the they're just there. They're having what looks to be like a team talk. Yeah, some kind of scrummage, and then and some there's sp- the party streamers, and so they've gone off. And now, oh, oh right, so what looks like what's happened is the party streamers have hit the cable, the bridged them, and, and created then, yeah, an explosion. It to the, yeah, bridged it to the the fence, the railing yeah. of the fence, and it's bridged. Yeah, it's burnt. The it's fence bridged out. and created a, a bit of a, a bang. Um. I think realistically, you have to you have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, this team wasn't uh, looking at the damage. I mean, it was one hell of an arc because it's burnt a hole through this metal steel fence. fence. Yeah, um, I think they're lucky. I think this mainly just been down to burns. Yeah, um, no one seems to have died. Um, the, victim, the victims were aged between eight and eighty, so they got they got a good amount of people over different ages. Yeah, nine of were kept overnight, uh, but everyone seems to have made a recovery uh, and is alive, thank God. But uh, yeah, I think it's one of those. I mean, maybe it needs they need to uh, talk to somebody about having that cable moved and all. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, it's a hockey, it's a hockey pitch, so I mean, it looks like field hockey as well. Yeah, so it's not like they're kicking footballs or. Uh, American footballs or any sort of balls up yeah. into the air but even so it's not the best placement of even if it's like the pitch like move the pitch around to make sure that people yeah, are yeah they, they need to sort something out I think um, yeah so we'll move on uh, once again everything is pretty much slim pickings at the minute uh, which is why we ended up with these five stories so I'll, these t- are I'll like take your word for that stories. Um, two friends fell out after a 40th birthday party in a row about a duck that they rescued from McDonald's. Just let that sink in. A, what the fuck's a duck doing at a McDonald's? And B, why are two 40-year-old blokes fighting over a duck? I mean, if you ask me, this whole story is quackers. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, well, no, I say two 40-year-olds. One's 31, one's 40. They stopped for a cheeseburger at a McDonald's in Chester. Um, and they spotted a duck. And they um, helped him leave. They helped the duck leave. Then they had an argument, and then a, then they had a fight over a duck. Uh, the police arrived, and he lunged for an officer's stab vest and kicked out as they tried to detain him. So basically, it's a a drunken, disorderly Thing. row gone wrong yeah. over a duck. Fucking Howard the duck strikes again. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they were fighting over what hell a fight over a duck would mean. Like one of them was obviously saying, "I want to keep it," and the other one's probably saying, "Nah, mate, you don't want to keep a duck. It was shit everywhere." I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, we all get into sh- stupid fights when we're drunk, but I would never fight over a duck. I don't think. <laughs> I just don't think it'd happen. No, it's um, it's it's sad. I mean, it is quackers. It is quackers. Um, I've got him saying it now. That's my victory fit day. They were both given. Oh, excuse me. They were both given a twelve-month conditional discharge and told to pay eighty-five pound court costs. So they got off lightly. Really. I mean, if you were the judge in this, could you really have? Would what would you have done? I'd have done that. I mean, 
the argument, I mean, to realistically, yes, they, they they got into a fight about a duck, but the, the, the realistic charges of why they were detained and even sent to court in the way that they were is because they then fought with the police officers yeah. that arrived. If they hadn't have done that, they'd probably just got a slap on the wrist and sent home. Yeah, probably, but it, it is, it's daft. Um, I think it just, you know, you just need to be a little bit more mindful when you're drunk and yeah. not fight over a, a duck. Whether that be shredded or waddling. I love some shredded. Are you buying me a Chinese? No. Oh, Got me hopes up there. Right, shall we move to Mate, the I next one? I can't afford a noodle, let alone a fucking Chinese. <laughs> Over 300 cats have been found living in a tiny flat. So 300 cats have been rescued. They were found living in a single bedroom department. Um, I mean, looking at the pictures, they, they can't move. No. How the hell would you move for cats? I mean, all the cats look very pretty. They all look very much taken care of. We're not suggesting the cats look in any way unkempt. No. Because they're not. They they look very healthy, to be fair. Um, I'm guessing that this is... Uh, yeah, there was a strong smell of urine, as you can imagine, coming from the yeah. place. 300 cats... Um, and imagine they just piss and shit wherever. I mean, what, I'm, what it looks like is these are just stray cats that have found themselves. Most of the cats were in good health. Only one needed dental work. So two hundred and ninety-nine perfectly healthy cats. One needing a little bit of dental work. It's probably so. It's, uh, it's this probably is, a combination this, of. Um, this is the issue where someone has obviously started off with maybe one or two. Then they buy three or four. Then they buy ten. And then it's probably also a combination of the local strays coming in, or like the neighbours' cats coming across. Kittens being born. Yeah. I mean, once you start getting fifteen cats, it only takes one male to impregnate ten females or so. And in then one you season. end up with hundred cats. And then you can end up with six cats out of every litter. So do you know what I mean? You can go from ten cats to over sixty cats, seventy cats even, in the space of one birthing session. Yeah. So it's not impossible to do um it's definitely not a healthy situation obviously cat urine um has a strong amount of ammonia and other another nasty chemicals yeah. in it um health wise you could easily get killed just for me oh just from the smells um and contamination of cat shit and piss yeah um and unfortunately what would happen if you died is the cats would eat you yeah um do you know what i mean so it's definitely not it's not not a livable thing i understand people do have a massive connection with cats and i understand why you know um i think that you need to you need to be careful as to the amount of pets that you own to the living conditions that you have if you have a one bedroom apartment realistically one to two cats is going to be more more than than ample yeah um Ten cats would would at that point be deemed uh, ridiculously excessive. Yeah, three hundred cats is uh, almost impossible. I mean, most to... sanctuaries can't house that many, so those I mean, cats are all going to get split up anyway. On a farm, I mean, some farms that would most farms that that have livestock, um, and even that do you know croppage and stuff as yeah. well, they would potentially own say up to ten. Maybe even thirty cats. 
that would run around the entire farm. Yeah, and they use them as like basically and they basically pest control, they, don't they? they very rarely feed them. They provide them with water. The the cats are supposed to live on the rats and the mice. They would potentially put down biscuits or some sort of feed, but you know, you and this is an agriculture. Plant. Yeah, and that's even then they wouldn't have more than I would imagine thirty cats for a, a several hectares. Yeah. Of land, and even then, the cats would be restricted to the farmyard. Do you know what I mean? So, even if you farm like, even if you farmyards like an acre in size, you know what I mean. That thirty cats would be yeah. This, this three hundred is a bit mad. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's. I think whoever owns them potentially needs some sort of psychiatric help. If they're still there, that's yeah. the thing. You don't even know, do you? Um. Well, I mean, they're in good condition, so you would hope that someone... You'd hope, and it looks like someone might be, but... I mean, considering there's so many cats, the, the it doesn't look dirty. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've seen these houses before where they're literally... 50, 60 cats and... And the places look absolutely disgusting. Wrecked, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I think that was the only there in the video. Yeah, um, yeah, that. I oh know she's a resident. She's just living in the flat, so she probably smelt it. Evidently, they're not showing us the owner if there is the one. owner or the apartment. Um, but I mean, I can imagine that three hundred cats worth of urine on a daily basis would stench out any building. To be fair, I mean, the whole that whole apartment will need to be everything in there probably ripped out. Do you want to know what's scarier? One of the rescuers said this is the second largest cat hoarding situation we've been involved with in a month. Yeah. So it's not even the largest this month. No. That's that's maddening. Uh, I mean, even then, that could just be by one cat. I mean, we oh, don't know, but but even so, it's. I mean, it it, it is. I mean, it's Toronto. This is in uh, Canada that this has happened. Um, it is. It's one of those things that. Um, it does happen a lot you know cats are one of those animals that people tend to tend to hoard because they do generally look after themselves you only need to feed them you can generally let cats out or i mean normally in these situations when there's this many they don't get let out that's the issue yeah you could own 300 cats if they're all running around the garden all day and running around the, the local village but even then 300 is still it's mad yeah a ridiculous number uh, shall we move to next then? We will. We want to know how the hell you get into this room and I'm sure he will use his camera trickery and stick it in the video for the picture. Um, put, in your, put your suggestions in the comments. I'm guessing through the big ass window, uh, but it does look like it could be up on the second floor. I don't know. So maybe there's a ladder? Um, but even then, you don't want to be coming off, no. off that garden on your fucking on your bed. I'm guessing it was just for the, the, the sake of the picture. Um, there is no layout in which this room would work, apart from the fact that that is a double bed. So if you single bedded that, and maybe put the single bed in there, maybe. and then You it, could possibly get it going. Just but. about. But this room, might I add, might I add, is, uh, I think I saw, yeah, £145 a week. Is that what he's paying me to live there? 
No, 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 that's what he wants for you to live there. No, mate, nah. If he wants, I'll, I'll live there for... It's described, years, but... it has been described as a cosy, bright, double room. That ain't a double room. That's a cot room. That is a single bedroom at most if you don't want a wardrobe. That's a cot room. Um... I mean, he's put the wardrobe in front of the door and the radiator, so that ain't going to work. Um, the wardrobe is on wheels, someone said. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, I mean, it does look like it's on casters, to be fair. But even so! I don't want to be... Yeah, it means basic... I mean, to be fair, I mean, you've got home security there because you walk in and then you push your wardrobe up against the door. But I don't want to do that every time I come home. If I'm pissed up in the middle of the night, I don't want to come home and then have to move walk a fuck-ass wardrobe. Walk into your wardrobe, mate. But yeah, but walk into a... I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a basket next to the bed. I mean, it is potential that if you got rid of the basket next to the bed, you could put the wardrobe next to the bed and just have a little slither of a gap to walk into the room to then get onto your bed. But... It was advertised as 572 per month with a deposit of 620. It's now been deleted. The agent had written herself, the room is a massive yet warm and cosy. Massive? Massive? This is a massive room? Well, no, this is a big room. This isn't even a massive room. Uh, this is the problem with London because this is obviously, it was a, this is a room in Whitechapel in London. London has been plagued with this now i mean there's people renting out sheds in gardens for 450 pounds a yeah. month no bills or anything do you know what i mean um just so people can live in the capital um and the reason that people are doing this is because train fares and commuting costs are now so high yeah that unfortunately this sometimes does actually work out the cheaper option it does and it's stupid um and it's it's upsetting because people I I'm not being funny right that's 572 pounds per month my house my house is 440 pounds a month and it's a three bed with a massive garden do you know what I mean yeah and that I mean obviously we're in different locations we're in where I'm in the heart of the Derbyshire countryside but still but even then you know there's I could I could have a house here and still have a hundred and thirty two pounds to play with. Which is by the way council tax. <laughs> so my house and council tax is just a, a one little fucking room in a house. Yeah. In Whitechapel. And that is wrong. Yeah it is. No. This is why um this is why there's people now that have moved to Barcelona and to other places in Spain where it's cheaper for them to fly. Why? Yeah. Every day they can get on a flight from Spain to the UK, get off in London and get to work for nine o'clock every day because of time, the, the hour's time difference. Get to work every day for nine o'clock cheaper than it is to rent a flight in London or commute to London from anywhere else in the country. Yeah. How wrong is that? Oh, it's... Ma yeah, no, I agree with you. But, my God. Five... I mean, I'm not surprised it's been deleted because I'm... I I'd imagine it got ripped the fuck out. Of. I... 
Which would I rather have, a door or a wardrobe? A door. 78% of people agree. No surprise there. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It is. Um, and any agent that's got the gall to say that room is massive needs to get the fuck out of the estate agency business. Yeah. I'd, uh... And we're going to end with the weirdest story I could find. I, th- I, I wish he hadn't. I wish he hadn't <laughs> bothered. <laughs> a 37-year-old human, human pop. pop. And yes, you heard that right. Pop. Likes to bark. Ruff. Lick. And bite. Nom. His friends. I don't know how to make a noise for friends. <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah. When you see the guy, you'll understand why I'm just lost for words. Um, I don't get it. I don't get this hungry hands, puppy and training treats. I don't get it. I don't get this world. Um, I mean, everyone has their own kinks, quirks and kinkiness and whatever else. Um, And their own fetishes. Um, you see it all the time. There's people that like to dress up as babies. Um, there are, unfortunately, a lot of people that do this as well. Dress up as dogs. They dress up as horses. Um, I've seen butt plugs that have tails attached to them for the sole purpose of walking around on all fours in the bedroom with a tail. Although I'm not going to lie, if I ever saw that and someone were near me, I'd be so tempted just to rip it out, just to hear the screams. And the pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> but the costume, I mean, the costume does not, I mean, I don't know if he does this for a sexual fetish or if it's just, he, he identifies as a dog. I mean, this is, this is. I'm not gonna. I mean, it is a problem. It, it, fuck it. Right. I don't have a problem with anybody that, that wants to be a woman, anyone that wants to be a man. If you want to dress up as a dog, fine. Okay. I don't have a problem with it, but it is a problem because people. And I'm not trying to be a bigot or anything, but what the fucking hell is going on with our race? And. I'm not on about races in white, black. I'm on about the human race. The one race that is on this planet that is supposed to be an intelligent species. What are we doing? Can I, can I just go 50 years, nonsense? 50 years ago, the human race was responsible for putting a man on the moon. We strive for advancements in our civilization and technology. Medicine and science and technology. And and now we're happy to crawl around on all fours dressed as a baby or as a dog for sex. You might be, but I'm not. I'm fiddling around with the lighter, dude. For sexual gratification. Like, no. My my cock for that? No. (laughs) Um, So you're telling me that I bought that dog costume for nothing. Yes, oh, definitely. <laughs> um, I have not bought a dog costume. It's called a joke. I mean, there is definitely a problem when we... I feel as 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 we are relying on other people's opinions, social media and technology so much that we are regressing 
in intelligence. And yes, he is aware of the irony of this, the fact that we're talking to you on a microphone through the internet. Yes. Um, but I'm not crawling around on all fours pretending to be a baby or a dog. I'm walking go, around on two legs I like a up, fully grown man. I get up, I go to work, I come home, I try to contribute to society in a way that is positive if possible. Since when? Since always. <laughs> I'm nice to, I'm nice to everybody until you piss me off and then you'll feel the wrath. Um That almost sounded a bit sexual then. <laughs> you'll feel my wrath. Um but I don't see how this contributes to the human advancement. Yeah. In any way, shape or form. Um it's it's not something I would even consider to be newsworthy. I mean, this is why I read the Metro because realistically, this is the stuff that's not. It's not news. It's a lot of the time. It, it it's just happens bullshit for a laugh. Yeah. Um, but I think it does show you that there are people in this world that evidently do need a lot of psychiatric help. Um, no, I agree. I don't. Um, we as a race need to. Sort shit out. Yeah, we need to we need to pull our heads out of this mystical arsehole that we've got our heads into. At the it's moment. the same group as the I'm offended and I want to speak to the manager group. The snowflake. Yeah. The snowflake generation that we are living in. That unfortunately that I happen to be a part of. I'm not a snowflake and shit very rarely offends me because unless he sees uh, Avengers in fin- uh, Endgame and starts blubbering like a two year old. Yeah, but. I'm, there's a difference between I'm a man having, that is able to express emotion. I there's don't a difference between snowflake. having emotion and being a snowflake, yes. I don't get offended by stuff. I mean, stuff stuff that would potentially offend one man would never offend me. And th- there's a reason I don't get offended. Because really, realistically, I realise that we are all here to live. Well, well it, And it, everyone is going to have a difference of opinion. Here's no one thing. is... Not everyone is going to agree with me or not, I'm not going to right. agree with everybody. And that, that's, that's here's, here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing. If you are offended, great. Good for you. But you're not going to change if you've offended somebody and they tell you. No. They're not going to change. So realistically, all you've done is made a public announcement of I'm offended. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. No one gives a fuck. You're not going to get hurt because you're offended. You're not going to die because you're offended. No one's ever died because they were offended. No. I've never seen anyone die because they were offended. I've never heard of anyone dying because they were offended or getting ill or becoming autistic because they were offended. You know, these are the sorts of things that snowflakes get offended by. Injections that apparently cause your kid to go autistic. I was injected with the MMR. I'm not autistic. I know thousands of people that have been in, that were injected with the MMR jab and are not autistic. But I tell you what they I tell you what they've never suffered from: measles, rubella, mumps, any of that bollocks. They've not. Are you telling me it works? I'm telling you. I'm telling you not Fucking now out. that it works and it doesn't send you autistic. It's amazing. Do it's, you mean to tell me this that that starts... post I read on Facebook? Is not true. But I read it on the internet. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that this is the problem that we are. We've gotten to a point in society where we've taken the the foot off the the gas, 
and we're, we've we've started to we've started to cruise, and we started to cruise. I would say about ten years ago, around the two thousand seven two thousand eight, we started to cruise. <coughs> and the problem is now is that <clears throat> as whenever you're cruising, you're on cruise control, so you only stay at one speed. But it's like we're running out of gas in the car nose, so it's slowly knocking the speed down, and we're slowly regressing backwards. Yeah, I've got to say, we're slipping we're into using, reverse. The, the current generation of teenagers uses hieroglyphics to talk to each other. That is a language that died two, three thousand years ago with the ancient Egyptians, six thousand years ago even. It died with them. And now we're bringing hieroglyphics back by talking with emojis. Sorry, what? There's a reason that the, the most one of the most complex languages in history, the English language, exists because it is an elegant language. There's a reason that French language exists because it is an elegant language. German, Russian, all these other all these other languages existed because they were elegant and they they conveyed emotion. I don't want people. Do you know what? If anyone ever sent me a text message that just comprised of like. I don't know, happy face, dot, 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 burger and shake, dot, 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 question mark face. And then it's like, what are they trying to say to me? What, what, what? Um, you're I happy don't... about burgers and shakes, what? Just send me the message. <laughs> Do you want to go to McDonald's? Like, yeah, I'll go to McDonald's. Like, I don't want it. Like, what the hell is going on with the society of the human race that we believe that we need to regress back to hieroglyphics to communicate getting offended because someone i don't know tripped over over something you know do you, do you know what i mean people get offended nowadays by everything well uh, here's what, last 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 month sorry not last month a couple of weeks ago when we did the avengers your computer didn't want to copy over the footage onto my usb that offended me yeah. and that's what people get offended at it didn't it didn't it's technology and but people do get offended over shit like that yeah I think that there's going to be people that are going to comment on this this news story about this man dressed as a dog. And there's going to be people that are going to go, who cares? I'm part of that group. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? It's not news. If that's what he wants to do, fine. Let him get on with it. He's not hurting anyone. Just don't come near me with it. Yeah. Because then I'll hurt you. Um, there's going to be people that are going to take the piss out of him. They're, they're the... They are the people of society that are causing the regression. They're, they're the people that need to understand that just because your life's so bad that you need to make other people try and feel bad, no one gives a shit. Um, I don't know. I think that we're in a, we're in a, a, a dark place for humanity in terms of the fact we're regressing intelligence. Um, we, we belittle it. We seem to think that everything in the world needs to be judged by how many likes we get or how many comments we get, how many good comments we get or, you know, um, and I think that, that that's, that's wrong uh, because I do this, we do this podcast every month. We don't get tons of likes. We don't get tons of watches. I don't care. It's something to do. It's, it, it's I enjoy fun. it. It's fun. I enjoy it. And Look, if we were doing this... If I offended someone out there get over it you got offended what happened did if, you die no if we were did you go to sleep that night yes you did did you eat your meals yes you did are you 
happily getting up and living your life every day as you did the minute before I said the thing that offended you. Yes, you are. Yeah. Thing what is, happened if, when you got offended? Fuck all. Get over it. If we up. wanted, you know, all the likes and views, we wouldn't talk about this shit we do. No. We'd, we'd find the most on-topic conversation and we'd, we'd hammer Jump the shit Jump on it, it and rape its corpse. But we, fuck it. Because we're doing what we find fun. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't care if you get offended. If you get offended and then something really bad does happen to you, please, please put yourself into a medical journal so that then we can, once and for all, classify offensiveness as a medical condition. Until that point, which because it will never happen. Until that point, grow the fuck up and act like an adult. Because adults get offended and then they move on. Yeah. Some things do get offensive. I, t- I tell you, I'll, I'll give you uh, an actual example. I saw a... Uh, we've recently had elections in the UK. And I saw one of the Vote for UKIP signs. Yeah. And right next door, getting in their car, was an in- a Middle Eastern Indian family. When that sign went up, they were probably offended by that. Because yeah. they'd probably spoken to that neighbour thought they were an alright guy and now they're voting for a party that for all intents and purposes doesn't like them yeah they were probably offended by that but they were getting going in their cars and going somewhere it looked like they might be going to some kind of social gathering because there were quite a few of them going it didn't look like they were going to work you know what I mean but they've gotten up that morning they've gotten dressed they've had they've gone to work and school and now they're going out somewhere they got on with it, yeah. despite the fact they were probably offended by their neighbour putting up this sign that said, well, I don't want you in this country. But they were getting on with it. Mm. So if they can do it, anyone can why do can't it. you? Everyone yeah. can. Everyone has the potential to get over being offended. People, I think the problem is, is that when we were kids, you stepped out of line, you got spat. Yeah. And there was a real sense of discipline respect um i mean it started to slip i noticed it started to slip as i grew up yeah that that sort of that sort of generation seemed to slide out and then you get this self-entitled whiny bitch bitch of a generation that seems to believe that the world owes them something that they can get offended over everything and then change everything that offends them even though everything that offends them has stood the test of time for thousands of years um it's like let's take game of thrones um, oh yeah because over just... a million people have signed a petition to rewrite and refilm season eight of game of thrones because they didn't like it fuck it's not gonna happen off are these, are these? A, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. It's never going to happen. But a, are these million people going to put the several million dollars that was put into season eight to rewrite it? No, no, they are not. Are they going to rewrite it themselves with a script that is better than what has been put out there? That is going to be true to the where Game of Thrones has been going for its entire run. 
No, no. No, there, no. Well, I won't say no with that. I would say extremely unlikely. There would probably be a handful in that group who could. They could potentially rewrite an episode better, but I'm not saying the entire season like, and the well, entire story arc that's been through. Well, from like I said, you don't know, because you don't know. Sound. I would say there might be one or two who could potentially, but it never happened. No. Um, and realistically, who cares? It's a TV show, and guess you know what? what? If it's ended in a way that means that you don't want to watch it anymore, good, because they aren't making it anymore. If it may, if it makes you go back, if it makes you want to rewatch seasons one to seven before the last season because you consider them to be the greatest TV of all time, good, because then they've done their job, haven't they? You're rewatching Game of Thrones. Every time you rewatch it on demand, they get a little pay packet off the advertising. And thing is, good. it's not even that. It's not- when this eighth book eventually surfaces, if it ever, he owes the he owes the fans two books. Oh, There's two he? books to write and finish, and I still think he's going to, even if he doesn't write the last book, I think he's going to write a book that he'll just go. This is how it should have ended, and it'll just be a this is what should have happened type thing, and then he can but use let, it as a publicised. Well, let's say let's say he does write them, okay. His sales will go through the roof. Of course they will. Because people will want to know how it, quote-unquote, should have ended. Ever since the TV series came out, the books started selling again. Because the books, you've got to remember, are older than the TV series. Um, and then the books started selling again. He's seen a massive resurgence in the sales of his books, in his fame. In Obviously, the TV shows went from strength to strength to strength. Um I don't know, I think people just need to stop bitching and whining. Like, it just pisses well, me off. The Walking Dead, isn't it? The comics started selling more when the TV series came out. Absolutely. Um, and just as the just as Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead has, for me, it died its death a couple of seasons ago. Mm, no, definitely. Um, and I don't really watch it anymore. Um, and I think Game of Thrones, if, it, if, if the fans got what they wanted... And they remade eight, and then that t- led it to go on to seasons nine and then ten, just to write the story no, how the fans wanted it. I think they wanted more, and it's like, but that was never the plan, no. ever, was it? No, but this is the point. If, if let's say HBO go right, okay, we'll listen to these million fans or whatever else. Well, commission for season eight to be a write-off. We'll, oh, sorry, we'll refilm it. We'll rewrite it, then we'll do seasons nine and ten, and we'll make the story even longer. Whatever else, it would be shit. It would flop. No one would watch it because they'd watch it and then go, "Yeah, but this isn't as good as what what was already there before." And then they would then they would know that what they've done is they've just caused HBO to basically go virtually bankrupt to rewrite something that's pandering to the needs of a few. It's it's the 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 issue. It's the same issue with things like The Simpsons and. Friends and the Big Bang Theory that those shows outstayed their welcome so long the ago. The Big Bang Theory's ended. That, yeah. that had a season again, finale. That had, yeah, but again, they all outstayed their welcome. Simpsons is outstaying its welcome. Yeah. Big Bang Theory outstayed its welcome and so did Friends a long time ago mm. before they ended. But people need to grow up about it. Yeah, I think the, I think this whole generation of, oh, that offended me needs to just fuck off and die. Yeah. Um, and all this starts from a man and a dog. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say one other thing. Next month there will be a bit of an announcement to make. All right. 
I haven't told him yet because we didn't have time before we started, but I will tell him after. We would have had time had he not had to leave and, and then, then come, come back. back. Um, but yeah, announcement next month. Look for that. And yeah, we'll see, see you next, next month. month. Bye. Bye.